Hello, and welcome to episode 145 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. A warm welcome to Kim B., Elizabeth E., Maricela G., and Brooke Z. to The Modern Manager community. I hope that if you are listening right now, that you are finding the resources available and the community to be supportive. And if you have not yet joined, I hope you'll consider joining this amazing group of managers who can become your go-to support system when you have a question, are facing a challenge, or want to celebrate a big win. We connect in our private members-only Slack group, and some memberships include episode guides, guest bonuses, and even group coaching. So head on over to themodernmanager.com join to learn more. Now, today's guest is Josh Little. Josh is the founder of four tech companies, Maestro, Bloomfire, Quizzer, and Volley, that have collectively been used by hundreds of millions of people. His work has been featured in TechCrunch, Mashable, Entrepreneur, Inc., and Forbes. With two successful exits and a third pending, he is currently on a mission to save the world from death by meetings with his fourth creation, Volley. Josh and I talk about how to connect with your team using video messaging. Now, while you might be thinking, oh no, not another tech product, I hope you'll stay with me because this is a super interesting new way to build relationships, communicate, and keep work moving. Josh and I talk about how to make our communications not only more efficient, but more effective and inclusive. Plus, we get into a lot of other fun stuff. Now, here's the conversation. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfer-Stewart. Josh, it is such a pleasure to have you today. Thank you so much for being a guest. And I'm really excited to talk with you because your company has a tool that I have never actually seen like out in the world of communication tools before. So I'm like really excited to like learn what you're learning and um, and get people excited about video chatting again. Awesome. Yeah, th- let, let's do that. I'm, I'm excited to be here and it's my pleasure. Let's see if we can maybe help some managers level up. All right. So let's start just by setting the landscape around different communication tools and formats because we have synchronous communication and asynchronous. We have written and verbal. We have like visual and non-visual. So can you maybe start by just giving us like an overview of kind of how you think about all of these different methods and modes and tools? For sure. Yeah. So since the beginning of time, all communication tools have either been written asynchronous or video verbal synchronous. Um, so we have things like Slack, which are written asynchronous, email, text, they, they all fit fit into that camp. And then we have in the other camp, things like Zoom and Google Meet, which are synchronous, meaning at the same time. And what we're doing uh, with Volley is filling the space between Slack and Zoom. And most people would say, well, there's no space. I'm either typing with my team or I'm either talking with my team. And those are the two things I need to do. But in reality, there's a whole spectrum of communication in between. And we're stretching Slack to do things it's not good for. And you you know when that's happening because somebody's either written a book or you, you're back and forth on the 90th message. And, and, and inevitably, written communication fails because only 7% of of the the communication spectrum is even delivered through written communication itself. The rest is delivered through tone of voice and and body language. 
And so when we need the, those tools to communicate the full spectrum, so you understand where I'm coming from or the context or how I feel about this, we just have to talk. And, and inevitably, we need to talk to move work forward. That didn't change when we all went remote. We still need to talk. And now uh, the only way to talk is on platforms like Zoom, thus Zoom fatigue, because people are back-to-back Zoom meetings all day, um, because we still need to talk. But Volley introduces something in the middle where many of those meetings could be done asynchronously. And so what we're doing at Volley is building a video messaging platform, uh, asynchronous video conversations. And if you're if you're wondering like, what the heck is that? Well, imagine texting with video. That's what Volley is. And uh, there are other platforms that, that we do this, uh, you know, with fun or with our relatives or friends, but we're, we're bringing that sort of communication into the workplace because we feel like it can do a lot to help teams move work forward faster and to get into deep work because, you know, while synchronous is video is is great on platforms like zoom it tends to be interruptive uh, you know it chunks your day up into a lot of little pieces that you may or may not be able to get to the really important work and so we're, we're excited about um, bringing that back and bringing kind of the the relationship and the connectedness back that written text doesn't give you and that's that's what we're hearing from our users recently which is exciting so I want to like like go through everything you just said. So because <laughs> you said a lot and it's such good. It stuff. was a long answer. I'm sorry. No, I love it. I love good. Like you just had so many juicy nuggets in there. So I want to, I want to pull them apart. Okay. Here. All right. Sure. So first I totally agree that most people's work experience is typed asynchronous or verbally synchronous, right? Whether it's on the phone or in-person meeting when we could do those or over zoom. And that when we type messages, we tend to have more problems than when we meet. And, you know, I wrote a book on meetings because I think meetings are an amazing tool, but also like so poorly run. And so we tend to default into a meeting when typing things out just isn't working. And then we end up having a bunch of meetings that we probably didn't need to have because we didn't have a good other way of getting to that decision or talking through that information. So I love this idea that there's kind of a spectrum of communication tools and in the middle are things maybe like voice messaging with, which like nobody uses, especially if you're under the age of 40, <laughs> like, do you ever right. listen to your voicemails on your phone? So we have like voice messaging and now we're having this idea of video messaging where you can, as you're saying, leave a video message for people to then respond to and create a conversation that is asynchronous. And I just think that is such an interesting way of taking what would otherwise have to be a meeting that comes with all the baggage of scheduling and planning an agenda when really you just want to have a conversation and making it simple. So I love it. We're, we need to hire you as our pitch person because that, that was beautiful. I, I should say nothing else in, in what you just said. That should just stand. Yes. All right, well, we're going to keep moving on then, even though that was perfect. <laughs> All right. So now I'm thinking, okay, I'm a manager and my team probably is already frustrated by the fact that we have Slack and 
we're using Google documents. And so we're like leaving comments and stuff in documents and sending things back and forth. And we have email and maybe we're even texting sometimes or using WhatsApp occasionally because we're trying to get a hold of people like during weird hours and like people other Slack messages turned off. And now I'm being told, yeah, you should also use this other tool that is around video messaging. Like I'm imagining a whole bunch of people listening and being like, oh my God, my team would kill me. Huh. Even though I think this is great. So what have you been learning about kind of how and why to bring a tool like this into your team? Well, just remember that all, once upon a time, all of the tools that you just mentioned that we do rely on heavily were another tool, uh, but we do see the merit and the value to them. And we do hear this a lot from users and and we have built an island with no bridges to it with Volley. It's a beautiful island, but we're not integrated into workflow yet, which is what we're working on actively today is integrations to Slack and Teams and Discord and all of the other platforms that you're that you're using. So we hope to just kind of be strung into the workflow so that you could slash Volley in Slack and instead of typing all of the things you're about to say, which you're seven to eight times slower at, by the way, uh, like we're, as human beings, we're elite athletes at communicating uh, verbally. And when we, anytime we type a message, we're choosing to do something we're naturally slow at. It takes, you know, I can only compose business communication, the average person at about 19 words per minute, whereas I can speak at about 150 words per minute and we can comprehend speech sped up to, about 400 words per minute. So we have this natural ability that we're not really taking advantage of. So as you said, there, there is all of this spectrum in the middle. So how do you get over the hump of like another communication tool? Well, it really just takes one person on the team who says, well, I, I would just rather give the full spectrum of communication. I, I, I want my voice to be heard. I don't want to trust text to share my message or I'm going to communicate in this way and now integrated into your workflows. That's just how that team member shows up in Slack or in other platforms that we're in. Or we record a message and we can send that to Trello or Asana as a link because uh, I can say a lot more than I could type out about this user's problem or this, this feature request. So it, it is a challenging problem to overcome. But what I say to users is just start with one thing and one great thing, if you have some sort of huddle or updates or stand-up meeting each day, that's a great candidate to make asynchronous. And that's where we see teams starting to use uh, Volley. And once they start to use that and realize, whoa, I could listen to all of my coworkers on 2X anytime I wanted to, not when they were talking. And I can take time to think about what I'm going to say. And all of these other benefits that don't come with synchronous communication start to distill upon you. And then you'll start using it for brainstorming and one-on-ones and onboarding and, and the list goes on. What you said about how fast we can type and how fast we can read compared to how fast we can speak and how fast we can listen, I think is a, a really, really important point. And I want to add some other layers on there as to kind of why video messaging or, or audio messaging is so powerful, right? So you talked about the speed of it and you talked about the expression, right? How much gets lost in the body language and the tone of voice when you're just typing quickly. And there's also actually an element around inclusivity that for some people, writing takes a lot of effort. And I say this having a husband who asks me to 
proofread his emails for him when he has to send a client email, right? Like writing is not the easiest thing. And in many businesses, we have really prioritized good writing, but yet being a good speaker, having good ideas has nothing to do with your ability to write a cohesive, properly punctuated message with the right tone that you're trying to get across, right? So moving from kind of this heavy handedness on writing to a way that people can communicate in our most natural form by speaking and sharing our expression, right, is really actually really powerful when you think about it from an inclusivity perspective, as well as from a speed and an ease of access kind of perspective. So I just wanted to throw that on top of there. I I love it. In fact, this is what we're hearing from our users in these last couple of weeks, which is really exciting. And, and when I say recently, Volley is a very new tool. We're a very young company. We just announced this morning that it's actually available and that we're out of private beta. So it's a, it's a very new thing, but we have hundreds of companies like Google and Facebook and Atlassian and whatnot using it, which is which is great. But what I'm hearing is from from managers, some of my team members don't feel comfortable on the spot and asynchronous allows their personality to come out. Or from team members, I feel less stressed or nervous when I talk on volley because I can take time to think about what I'm going to say. So introverts have always ruled on asynchronous. I, I heard from one of our users, you know, all of my friends on WhatsApp think I'm funny and confident and outgoing, but at work, my team just thinks I'm quiet and reclusive because in a synchronous conversation, I just, I kind of close down. I don't have much to say, or I don't know what to say. And I often stumble over my words. And as a proclaimed slow thinker and introvert myself, I agree. I can just show up different in volley than I can in a live conversation. This is why I'm trying to do podcasts is I'm trying to get better at interviews because it's hard for me to think on the spot and have something meaningful to say. So I'm really excited that people are showing up differently to their team with a tool like volley. And it's bringing back some of that spontaneity and that fun that, that we've lost. Yeah. And these are all such good reasons why it is worth to explore this kind of tool with your team, right? To be able to have real impactful ways. This is not just productivity, although there's definitely a productivity element to it, but this is actually about, as you're saying, creating opportunity for richer engagement, for different styles and preferences and ways of thinking to be brought in in a more inclusive way. And it doesn't have to be heavy. It doesn't have to weigh you down. It doesn't have to slow you down. It actually can speed you up. So just awesome, awesome stuff. So I want to get into maybe hopefully not, not too difficult of a question here, but are there times that a tool like Bali is not the right answer? Like, what do you see as being the the sweet spot that it really like sings in and when do you see that other kinds of tools are really better suited yeah great question because you can read anything i've written or our website and think oh volley for everything but no in fact we still use slack as a team we still use zoom as a team very sparingly though. So uh, let's talk about the ends of the spectrum. So Slack is good for quick information updates or sharing code snippets or, you know, lunches here kind of stuff, right? But anytime it's kind of deeper than surface level, we go to Volley. And then we've also noticed that on the other end of the spectrum, anything that's either potentially emotionally charged, like accountability conversations, hiring, firing, 
well, not hiring so much, but firing for sure, or like really sensitive topics probably are better done synchronously. Also, we do have one meeting a week as a team, and that's our backlog refinement. And it's just because it requires such a tight feedback loop. People are chiming in every three seconds, you know, different people on priority and where we should go. And and that just breaks down asynchronously. It, it actually takes longer. But everything else, everything else that we do as a team is done asynchronously. Now we have high motivation to use our own tool, of course, but we're hearing the same from other users. It's it's kind of like we 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 need to use synchronous or Zoom or you know other platforms for emotionally charged and tight feedback loop. And then the other end of the spectrum, quick information updates and, and things that just couldn't be misread when communicating through text. That makes sense. And I'm wondering about some of like the real practical things like in Slack, you have channels so you can have different topics. Is it similar? Like one of the challenges I've seen with voicemails is that, or even with emails, unfortunately, right? You get kind of going on one one thread and then the conversation shifts and there isn't a way to kind of easily break it apart. And you know, I'm wondering about how the messiness of communication plays out. So can you just tell us a little bit more about how conversations are organized in Volley? Yeah. So our, our goal is to be as organized as Slack, but as easy to start a conversation as Zoom. So our, our conversations are organized. If you've ever texted someone or used a text, text messaging app, it's the same. You have, you know, a list of your conversations that you're in. You go into your conversation, you see a timeline of the volleys, which are typically videos, but they can also be text or images and soon to be docs or screen shares in a timeline of, of your team communicating back and forth. You see unreads and you can organize these conversations by your team. So you can create a team, invite all your team members, and that creates ownership and organization of the conversation and pe- conversations and people, similar to Slack workspaces in that way. And so you, you mentioned a couple other things, which are kind of on the fringe, because this is a new method of communicating, especially at work, a new way to move work forward faster. We're sort of writing the book on what this needs to look like. And we've been apprehensive to write the chapters on threads and channels. We've kind of wanted to hear from users, but we are hearing that channels are helpful in that we we need a, a conversations that are discoverable by, by anyone that they could join or leave. So we're actually building channels today. And um, threading is also a challenging one because it's a mixed mixed bag of comments on on threading and slack i personally just get lost in the threads and there are some people that just get the threads love the threads and they just like run from thread to thread to thread all all day and uh Uh, that makes me dizzy. So what we don't want to do is make our product complex and, and like hard to discover what you need to. So we're playing around this with this idea we're calling deep dive right now, which is where you could deep dive on a topic and kind of another conversation that tees into the conversation that you're currently in. But we're only experimenting that with behind the scenes. uh, And, and our goal is to just not make the product feel more complex because it is a new thing. And that would be a shame. All right. So let's talk about for a minute how people can use Volley or how you're seeing people use Volley for relationship building, because this is something that keeps coming up for people when we're working at a distance. And the best two answers I have for people right now are either 
make sure you have some Slack channels that are for fun where you're like posting pictures and gifts and like sharing about your vacations if you're managing to take any or have some conversational relational time in your Zoom meeting. So make sure you're either scheduling specific coffee dates or you're taking some time at the beginning of the meeting to really check in with people. And those are both fine. They're better than nothing. But, yeah. you know, but it seems like there's opportunity with a tool like Bali to do more of that fun relational building. So what are you seeing with how teams are using it in that way? For sure. And those those you just mentioned, kind of the, the popular suggestions for like how to create the fun uh, that we used to have as a team. And while they're well-intentioned, it's forced fun just doesn't work. That's not that's not fun uh, by definition. So scheduling time to tell a joke, like it's just not, I'm not going to tell the joke and I'm not going to trust written communication to, to, to master my comedic timing. Right. So some of the things we're hearing is how volleys brought us closer together as a team and they didn't realize it when it was happening, but because you know that you're going to be on video several times throughout the day. You kind of show up as your best self, which gives all of these subtle, uh, like little messages and clues. And uh, we've heard from teams that, you know, they're communicating and they kind of get to see this whole world around their team member on zoom. You know, we show up with our fake backgrounds and sitting in a chair in, in just kind of in the same place every time, but on volley, you're walking the dog, you're getting into your car, you're uh, walking, you know, down the aisle in a store and then you're back in your office and you can kind of see where your team member is in the context around their life. And all of these things seem really small in isolation, just like the, the, you know, the joke that we told around the water cooler, the story that I told at lunch or the conversation we had walking out to our car didn't seem like anything. But then take all of them away, and we realize that those small interactions are what summed up to equal relationship, which equals trust. And so I feel like we've lost a big element of, of trust and relationship because we don't have those small ad hoc interactions. So I don't really want to say like, oh, volley is the way you can tell jokes to your coworkers. That's, that's not their message. But volley is a way that you can communicate with the full spectrum of communication, all of the power that video has to deliver in a non-interruptive way and therefore showing up differently um, than you can in either Slack or Zoom. So we've mostly been talking about this in the context of teams. And I'm wondering if you have any learnings about how managers are using this in a one-on-one -on -one kind of setting, like directly between themselves and one colleague, or is this predominantly for conversations for teams together? Well, it's a really good question, and, and the story is being written on this as well. And we're learning from our users, you know, what people are starting with is, oh, let's create a one-on-one -on -one conversation. But then they're realizing that's an old convention that was only there because of the need of synchronicity. If the only way to talk is synchronously, so we have to schedule a one-on-one. -on -one. But what people are using Volley, teams using Volley heavily are finding that it it's kind of leadership evolved that we're constantly connecting and communicating throughout the day. And there are dozens of opportunities to check in and ask for context and, you know, take temperature, all of the things that you would want to do in a one-on-one -on -one that are kind of happening dynamically and automatically because we are 
engaging and talking uh, all all day throughout the day at, at various points. So the needs for it's funny that I mentioned stand up as as a way to start, but the needs for a stand up. Uh, almost go away. The needs for one-on-ones go away. And so we we haven't really figured out how to talk about this or share this idea yet, but um, my, one of my co-founders and I have talked about this together is this idea of continuous leadership that, you know, I think Patrick Lencioni has said, leaders lead in meetings, which I agree because that's the only real touch points you have with your team. Leaders don't lead when they're in their closet on their whiteboard, um, but you, you lead when you're interacting with your team. So with Volley, you're interacting with your team all day um, in several different touch points and you're getting the right information to the right people at the right time. And so you, you're kind of moving into a continuous leadership role. I don't have any one-on-ones with any of my team members because I don't need to. Uh, we're, we're doing one-on-ones sort of content all all the time in a very healthy way, I think. So this idea of continuous leadership is really exciting to me and we're, we're exciting to see kind of where it goes and how our users show us um, how, how they're evolving as leaders. Yeah, I'm really intrigued to see what you discover through this because when I think about the alternatives, right, like what's the best way that we have now, it's either a scheduled one-on-one, a scheduled meeting where you're going to talk about something specific or this kind of interruptive one-on-one where you're grabbing the person. Do you have a few minutes to talk, whether you're you know, calling them on the phone or you're grabbing them at their desk, which as we talked about before, kind of disrupts the flow of work, but you need the other person real time. Or we have text-based tools. We go back to that end of the spectrum mm-hmm. where you're sending a message and those messages are fine, but they lack the the warmth, right? We talked about this, that it just doesn't come across when you don't have the tone of voice and the body language. And so you can be on Slack all day long with your team members, but as a manager, you may or may not have actually done anything that strengthened the relationship in those messages because you were just texting usually pretty quick and short, maybe throwing a couple emojis somewhere to, you know, or GIF, but like, it's not really strengthening your connection with that employee. And I'm imagining that this kind of third way of using Volley or a tool like that now creates an opportunity where you are in that constant communication. It has the warmth and the benefit of being, quote, in person, but without all the frustrations of scheduling time and making it formulaic or grabbing somebody and interrupting their work or them not being available at the time that you need them. And so you kind of create this, as you're saying, continuous leadership. So I think that's a really interesting space that's being developed. I do want to put a shout out, though, for official one-on-one meetings, which I have a whole episode on meaningful one-on-ones. <laughs> I will link to it in the, in the show notes because it's a very particular structure that is a conversation that most managers aren't having on a daily basis with their team members. So for those of you who are like, wait, are you telling me I don't have to do any performance one-on-ones or anything like that anymore? My answer is no. You should do continuous leadership and official one-on-ones. So that's my my little spiel for those. And now, unfortunately, we're running out of time. So Josh, can you tell us where people can learn more about you and check out Volley? Absolutely. Go to volleyapp.com. Download it and invite your team today. It takes about five minutes. Super easy. Or if you want to connect with me, you can go to LinkedIn uh, slash little Josh. Thank you so much for 
telling us about this new communication tool and how we can bring it into our teams and, uh, and start connecting on a more human and more productive way. You bet. It, the pleasure has been all mine. Thank you for your great questions. I have really enjoyed using Volley with actually my dad so that we can talk about business and other kinds of stuff together. And I highly recommend you check it out. It is free. And because everything that Volley offers is free, this week, instead of a guest bonus, members of The Modern Manager get my guide to using communication tools. It covers the various methods that we use to communicate with our colleagues and what each one is best for and how to talk to your team about creating norms or shared agreements for how and when to use each of these tools. To get this guide, become a member of the Modern Manager community at themodernmanager.com join. And remember, if you work for a nonprofit or government agency, you get 20% off. You can also purchase this individual guide and any other individual guide at themodernmanager.com shop. All the links are in the show notes and they can be delivered to your inbox when you subscribe to my newsletter, which is at themodernmanager.com. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rockstar boss of a thriving team, I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player and join the mailing list at mamieks.com slash podcast. That's M-A-M-I-E-K-S dot com slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.